Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio. Thank you for joining me again. Thank you for lending me your time and your ears. Today, I want to talk about a very interesting problem. Now, I think you're going to like this conversation. I got a call from a CEO of a large company, right? Pretty large company. And the, the CEO says, Victor, we're reaching out to you because we want to take our sales trading to the next level. Ooh, I like to hear that. He says, we're looking at your Sales Velocity Academy. We think it's next level training. Can we talk about it? And before I get into pitching my sales platform, the Sales Velocity Academy, I said, well, tell me about your business. And he proceeds to tell me about his business. I then say, tell me about the training that you're currently using. They tell me about the training. Now, I ask these questions, one, to understand their business. Two, what training have you been through to understand what you might need and if, only if, my training can help. So I'm always trying to disqualify. Can I really help you? Again, if they said that we've already had this training, I said, well, you know, my training's not for you. But if it is, here's what it offers. And then I said, well, tell me what's going on with your current training program. How are you using it? He says, well, Victor, the problem is adoption. That's the big one. The adoption. Some, some salespeople use it. Some others don't use it. And I'm frustrated. He says, also, one of the things I do as a CEO, he says, is to lead by example. So one of the things I do is actually I go through some of these courses. And then what I do is I provide a review or a summary. And then I basically send it out to my salespeople, trying to shame them into using it. So in other words, the CEO has taken time out of his day to actually review the sales training, whatever content is there, summarize it, and sends it out to his salespeople. And then lastly, he says, Victor, I'm also frustrated because I know we could be selling more. Now, I'm making these numbers up. We did, the year before, we did 15 million, and then last year, we did 17, right? So, grew like $2 million, right? Good numbers, not bad, he says, but here it is, Victor. I'm frustrated because I know we're a $35 million company, almost double of where they're at. So in other words, here's a company that's growing at a pretty good clip, not bad, but they're saying, I'm not growing fast enough, and I believe we should almost be twice that revenue. That's why I'm frustrated. That's why I need next level selling, Victor. That's why I reached out to you. So now, instead of going into my next level training, I said, well, let me take a step back. Let me ask you another question. So they told me about their products, they told me about the training that they currently use, and then I asked them this question, and this one came at them 90 degrees. In other words, it blindsided them. I said, tell me about your compensation program. In other words, how are these salespeople compensated? It's a, it's a question I use all the time. How are people compensated? Now, let me pause. Why do I ask the compensation question? Because when we talk about human motivation, as much as we like to talk about money is not that important, guess what? Money is important and money is a motivator. Is it the end all to be all? Of course not. There's more to motivation than just money, but money, revenue, recognition, income provided is a motivator. So we can't discount. So I always ask the question, tell me about the compensation plan. He says, well, Victor, all my salespeople get compensated on a percentage of sales. So for example, whatever they sell, it's 8%, right? 
whatever they sell, it's 8%, Victor. I said, okay. I said, do you have a quota assigned to them? He said, yes. I said, well, how is the compensation tied? Here comes the key part. How is the compensation, the 8%, tied into their quota? He says, well, they're not. I said, so in other words, whether they hit their quota doesn't really matter. They always get 8% of their whatever they sold. He said, yes. I said, well, what would motivate a salesperson to hit their quota or focus on a quota when they know all they have to do is sell something and get 8%? And he had a moment. The CEO paused and had a moment. He says, I don't know if I understand what you're saying, Victor. I said, well, let me make it clear. If I'm going to get 8% of everything I sell, and let's say in a, in a year I sell, I don't know, a million dollars, 8% of that, that's a good salary for me. I don't care what your quota is. I think 8% of a million dollars is a good salary. Right? That's good income. So in other words, that salesperson is focused on how much they're going to make. They're not focused, Mr. CEO, on your quota. They're focused on how much they're going to make. And he paused here for a moment. He's like, well, wait a minute, Victor. Wait a minute. What do you mean they're focused on what they're going to make? I said, well, think about it. I don't care about your quota. I know that I'm going to make 8% off of my revenue, so I'm going to sell as much as I can. And if, I, if I'm comfortable at 8% of a million dollars, then I'm comfortable there. And he had a moment. He goes, I said, why would they, here was the key question I asked him, why would they pay attention to your quotas and your goal when you haven't tied the compensation plan to that? And then I made this statement. It seems to me, Mr. Customer, now here's where I unsold them on my program. Yes, I unsold them. You heard that right. I unsold them on my product. It doesn't seem like you have a training problem. It seems like you have a compensation problem. Listen to that. I unsold them. I said, you don't have a training problem. It seems like they, they're, they're training on a good course. What they have is a compensation slash motivation problem. So what you should focus on is redesigning a compensation plan that is tied to the, your quota and also their pocketbook. And I gave them several suggestions. By the way, within the Sales Velocity Academy, I have a webinar that's about, I think, 30, maybe 40 minutes long, where I detail how to actually design a compensation program for your salespeople that will actually keep them motivated and moving in your direction. By that, I mean moving in your objective to grow the company to X amount of dollars per year. And so one of the things I told them, and here was a caveat, I said, look, you got to be careful in how you design compensation plans. Believe me, there's a science behind this, and a lot of it is also psychological. I said, first of all, you're paying them 8% of what they sell. So that means you've given that to them already, which means you just can't take it away. You know, that would be your first instinct, right? Well, what I'll do is I'll just take 8% away and just assign it to a quota. You can't do that. You can't do that to salespeople. What I said was, what you can do is take a fraction of that 8% and tie it to the quota and then create a compensation plan based on achieving a percentage of the quota. Said another way, if I'm giving you 8%, what I'll say to you is, look, Jim, Jane, instead of 8%, you're gonna get 5% that's gonna be tied to everything you sell. Now, that 3%, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna attach that to a quota. So let's say your quota is a million dollars. When you hit a million dollars, you'll get that 3%. 
Now, here's the upside for the salesperson. Once you surpass that 100%, we're going to add another two or three points on top of that. So you could potentially make 10% if you hit your number or exceed your number, rather. Get the idea? So one of the things I do with people is when I sit down with them, I look at what they're selling, how they're selling. This is important. But again, you have to consider compensation plans. Compensation plans direct behavior. Let me say that again. A good compensation plan will direct a salesperson's behavior in the direction that you want to take them in so you can hit your number. And that is it for this Sales Influence Podcast. Don't forget to leave me some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or YouTube. You know what I'd love to hear. Give me some great news. Give me some great feedback. Also, check out my online sales training platform, the Sales Velocity Academy. 40 courses, over 400 videos. So if you're serious about increasing your sales velocity, go to salesvelocityacademy.com. That's salesvelocityacademy.com. Lastly, I want to thank you for listening. This is Victor Antonio, always reminding you, selling ain't hard when you know how. Take care. Hi, I'm Victor Antonio. I'm an author, sales trainer, and keynote speaker. I'm often asked, what makes a great speaker? Is it someone who delivers real content that the audience can use? Is it someone who engages the audience so they're part of the learning experience? Or is it someone who can motivate an audience to push them beyond their comfort zone and discover new abilities? The answer is yes. But the most important thing to remember is that I'm not there to look good. I'm there to make my client look good. Simply put, it's never about me and it's always about them.